0: You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today we're going to talk about a topic I think is very important. Called Less is more. And I will tell you where I got this wonderful idea. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts outside the realm of fitness called the Hidden Brain Podcast with Shankar Vedantam. And he had this engineer on and the engineer's name was Lighty Klotz. And they were talking about how when we try to go in and fix something or make something better, it is almost always exclusively adding things. We almost always add things to make it better, but sometimes he says we need to remove things to help to find the best answer. So uh, here's an example, working on my dissertation. I had all of these ideas, all of these things that seemed like really great ideas, but my dissertation chair was like, "Whoa, Pump the brakes. You need to, need to trim that down and really focus on this particular topic, whatever it is, but you got to identify that. Well, when I was writing papers all throughout school and even as I was adjunct professoring and I was reading papers, so much of it was remove and refine you have to remove and refine the content. There's so much stuff in here, all of these words that don't need to be in there that don't necessarily make any sense, or they're unnecessary, they just add things, but they don't actually make the paper better. Or in my jujitsu, remove what doesn't work and refine the drills that we practice. Ah, because I find that a lot of times I'm just flailing around, and that's not helpful either. Maybe think of your training like Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo knows a little bit of something about less being more. Every time we condo our apartment, we feel like new people. We feel like like the weight of the world is lifted off our shoulders. We can breathe easier. It is so nice to have a not just a clean apartment, but to have a pared down apartment that doesn't have so much stuff in it. And yet, maybe we need to condo our training programs. Maybe we need to condo our exercise selections. Marie Kondo oftentimes, and if you don't know her, she's this woman, Japanese lady, that helps people clear out all the clutter in their houses. And one of the things she often says is, does it bring us joy? Does it bring you joy? If it doesn't bring you joy, thank it for what it served and send it away. And maybe that's the case because maybe there are some things that are exercise that bring us joy and we want to keep. And I know some of you are out there saying, I know my clients and bringing joy with exercise is not what we do. (laughs) Some of our clients don't enjoy it. So maybe, uh, maybe joy is not the right word. Maybe pride. Maybe it brings us pride, this sense of accomplishment or maybe it helps to lead to outcomes or maybe it helps to serve our purpose and what it is that we're trying to accomplish or maybe it fits within our programming and our needs to help get to our goals now of course i immediately as i'm hearing all this thing about how do we how do we cut out things to make it better i immediately think about all of the superfluous stuff that we see in programming all the extemporaneous things that we see in programming And here's the thing. There are always new tools. There are always new toys. There are always this and that and trinkets. And some of them are flashes in the pan. Some of them don't last long. Some stick around for sure. But when you go back to the basics, you just kind of think, well, what does the body do? What does the body do? And the body, if you kind of break down all the movements that it does, uh, there's pushing, there's pulling, there's rotating. And there's stabilizing, or stabilizing, which is holding a position against force. And that's about all I put into mine. When I talk about push, pull, rotate, and stabilize, there are some people out there that love to add hinge into it, though I would be the person that says, I think hinge falls into one of the above categories. There's some people that add squats, or I think that deadlifts, these are all things that just fall into pushing and pulling. So, uh, but you know, you're welcome to, to use whichever taxonomy that you wish in any way that feels particular and appropriate to you, but I'm going to oversimplify. I'm trying to cut some things out and just say, that's pushing, that's pulling, that's rotating and that's stabilizing. I may be missing one, but I think as far as I can recall, those are the ones. And You think about the newest and most impressive things that were out there years ago that just aren't used that much anymore. The things that we used to do, they were game changers back then. We we're going to, oh, we got this thing, the shaky thing and this wobbly thing. And we have all of these crazy, wonderful ideas and concepts that are going to change the world. And an ACL and a, sh- and a shoulder girdle will never be the same again. And hypertrophy will never be the same again. And uh, And then they go and people still kind of revert back to what works. And I think what I'm trying to get at is that we need to revert back to the basics. We need to revert back to what works. And don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong on this variety. Absolutely is the spice of life. But listen, y'all, you don't eat spice. You add it to meals. And there are a lot of people out there trying to make meals out of spice. And we need to create our foundation and we need to follow our foundational principles or the fundamental principles of resistance training in order to actually see gains, betterment, progress. I, in a simplified model, I use the OPT model. And when you break it down into its levels, it's stabilization, strength, and power. Is it? That's it. And then we have different versions of stabilization, different versions of strength, different versions of power, which we can program in very clear and specific. And hopefully in some concise ways, I like to point out that there are some components of workouts. And then if we just kind of focus on the components of the workouts, what makes up a workout? Well, we could do core. We can do balance. We can do reactive. We can do speed, agility, and quickness. We do cardio, we do resistance training, we do warm ups and cool downs. But you know, there's there are all these other things out there. Think about the things just from years past. We're like, remember when people used to do that? Yeah, dude, I used to do that. Remember when people do this? Yes, you used to do that. There are all these things that people used to do that just they come and they go. But you know, when you look at it for the purpose uh, purposes of of really reaching. Quantifiable outcomes. Because a lot of times this isn't about people reaching quantifiable outcomes. It's about finding something new and cool and different. And then you say, see how that makes you feel. And you can do anything and say, see how it makes you feel. But what are the numbers? What are the outcomes? What is the empirical data? What are you actually making progress in? And how do you measure that? And so I don't know if a wiggly wobbly thing is necessarily what it is that we're trying to do. And Listen, we're personal trainers, not physical therapists. If they have certain things that they do in their particular and their particular field, that's for them. There are plenty of things that we use and borrow and take and vice versa that are implemented, but we need to go back to our foundation. So what I'm saying is, that I'm going to encourage you to look at your programming and to look at your exercise selection and see if there are some things that you can remove. What are some of the things that you can take out? I appreciate all the work that we want to put into our training programs, but sometimes it's not about adding more things to it. Sometimes, fundamentally, it's about taking some of the things out and getting back to the basics. So let's look at it. Add the spice, yes. Add the fun stuff, yes. But do not neglect the foundational exercises and the fundamental movement patterns that you need in order to make progress with your personal training, both with yourself and with your clients. I hope you found this interesting. Thank you again for listening. Like, subscribe, um, save it, share it with your fitness fam. If you have questions for me, you can reach out to me at rick.richie at nasm.org or you can hit me up on Instagram at dr.rickrichie. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.